Recording started. We bring special greetings on tonight from ELI Prophetic Trip Podcast Network. Amen. Well, we're spreading the gospel throughout the nation. Amen. We'd like to welcome y'all tonight. Amen. To our third annual Fairfax Men's Conference 2022. Amen. I'm getting ready to turn this over to Amen. The host for the hour, amen, none other than, amen, Pastor Franklin Dawkins, amen, out of, amen, the city of Miami, Florida, amen. God bless you. God bless amen. you, sir. God bless you, Apostle Abrams. We are glad to be online with you tonight. It's the first time I'm doing this. I'm, 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 a little, I'm excited. I want to make sure I do the best that I can tonight. I love the Lord. Amen. God has been good to me. Better than me than I've been to myself. Thank you, Master. He's so good and so kind. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Lord, my Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the service on tonight. We thank you, Lord, for being such a good God, such a kind and wonderful God. Yes, God. The most high God, all I thank you. And I'm a seeker of hope for being my savior, for being my keeper, my provider, my shield and buckler, my strong time. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for waking us this morning. I thank you for keeping us through the night. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I'm a high for watching almost all day long. And our families, Lord, I thank you. We pray tonight for the service on tonight. We bind the devil right now on every side. Satan, I render you powers and helpers. Concerning the service on tonight. I believe you the answer to the time, Hallelujah. I'm a higher answer. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. I'm a shake you. Lord, use the man of God on tonight. Yes, Lord. Lord, take it to another level, God. It even higher now. We pray that your word is clarity, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for those who are listening by radio tonight, those that are on YouTube and Facebook, and put all the other, uh, I'm a higher the seek in the young. We thank you tonight. Glory to the Lamb of God. We love you, Lord. We appreciate you. Yes, God. Shut up, I'm not traditional, but I give honor to everyone that's on the line and they're respectable. 
places a special honor given to my big sis, Apostle Dr. Erica Robinson Austin for putting this thing together and having the, the kingdom mindset, knowing that we as men of God need to be in our rightful and prospective places because the body of Christ is uh, dysfunctional uh, because of that. And we, we, we have to give it up to uh, the women of God who have been holding it down, but it is not their place to lead uh, 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 the, the, in, us into battle. Uh-oh, I'm going to get no help tonight. I'm not going to get no help tonight. I, I, I'm a warrior, okay? I, I, I teach and preach spiritual warfare. I'm a veteran of the United States Armed Forces. Matter of fact, I'm a combat veteran. I know what war is. And because we are at war and because war is all around us, now, 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 you can, can still be over there in the neutral zone as a Christian, but as a believer, uh-oh, you know that war is your lifestyle. With telling me that you are a soldier in the army of the Lord and you have not even gone to basic training yet. Uh-oh. 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 I'm, I'm getting ready. I know a whole bunch of folks. Listen, 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 listen. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord Christ is my commanding officer. The scriptures are my code of conduct. Faith, praise, prayer, fasting, and the word of God are my weapons of warfare. See, 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 I've been taught by the Holy Ghost. I've been trained by experience. I've been tried by adversity. I've been tested by fire. But guess what, y'all? I'm just a volunteer in this army. But I won't get out, get out, be talked out, or pushed out because I'm faithful. Reliable, capable, and dependable. And if the Lord needs me, I'm there. Listen, if he needs me, I'm there. If he needs me to help the people, to teach the children, work with the homeless, to help the community, or guess what? Just sit and learn. He can use me because I'm there. Because I'm a soldier. And I'm committed. I can't be discouraged enough to turn around. And I can't lose enough to cause me to quit. Because guess what? When Jesus called me into his army, I had nothing. So if I end up with nothing, I'll still be the victor. Amen. Devils can't stop me. People can't disillusion you. me. Weather can't stop me. COVID-19 in any strand, shape, or form can't stop me. Battles can't defeat me. And guess what? I'm not a hiring because money can't buy me because I'm a soldier and I won't give up. I won't let up and I won't be turned around because here's why I stand. Listen, I, 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 I got to put God has just, God has just been, 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 been tearing me up today because as I was coming back from, uh, uh from my job and I was uh, uh, talking, yes, I were, uh, uh, because I cannot depend on the saints of God to do what they're supposed to do. You know they're supposed to take care of the pastor when the pastor is in the in the vineyard working. Uh oh, y'all don't want to hear me right now. Come on, come on. That, 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 that my job is to tend the sheep. 
Sí, sí, sí. Uh, and I get paid for it. I ain't talking about your tithes and offering. I get paid to take care of the souls of men who come under my protection. Amen. So Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for giving me dominion and uh, a strategy to trample over every demonic assignment today. I decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus that every demonic spirit that steps near me must return to the pit of hell. I rebuke every strategy of the enemy on my family within my life. And Father God, help me to be mentally and spiritually strong to win the spiritual battle because I thank you that I'm so reminded and I hear your voice clearly, my God, today. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God, because I have the power through Jesus to destroy the enemy's plans with the weapons of our warfare. And I decree and declare that I will put on the whole armor of God against the spiritual attacks every day. And I thank you that you're not a dead God, but you're a living God who still operates in five miracles and wonders. I decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus that I have a sober mind and I'm sober-minded over my life. I will stop worrying. I will stop worrying and focus on the faithfulness of you in my life and what you have promised me because I'm seeking uh, the kingdom first and your righteousness, God. I am deliberately determined, God, to seek after righteousness, holiness, and godliness. I will set my mind on the things of God. I will guard my mind from the fiery uh, darts of the enemies and the lies that he tries to get me to believe about myself because I am a king and a high priest. My God, I thank you, Father God, for giving me peace so I can focus on you despite the immense warfare that's going around me. Now, Father God, hide me behind the cross as I go forth in power that you have given me on tonight, Father God, to break the strongholds, Father God, to trample on scorpions and serpents, Father God, but to come forth in power and in love so your people will be healed, delivered, and set free. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray and give thanks. Amen, and thank God. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all, but I, I, I just, listen. If you don't understand that there's a great war, uh, let, let, before I begin, I'm going to tell you, uh, 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 I, I'm going to say this so you can, since there's a lot of folks with traditional religion, if, if you want to put a, 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 a title or a heading to this, it's gonna, I'm going to say be careful how you build, okay? Now, 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 now. There's a, there's, a, there's a great war that's being waged in our world today, and it's not a conflict between congregations, fellowships, men and women of God, not even nations, tribes, or even government leaders. It's not a rebellion or a coup, but it is an important spiritual battle taking place in the spiritual realm. And I'm here to tell you tonight, if 
you are not trained in the arts of spiritual warfare, I'm here to tell you that you are going to be defeated in the battle every time. Yes, we have won the war, but that's not until we go see Jesus. But you must fight daily. The Bible says in Hosea 4 and 6 that God's people, the people of God, those who are calling by his name are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. And one of the main areas in which uh, I'm going to say a believer because I'm a believer, I can't speak for no one else because folks still want to be in the church building and don't want to go after the kingdom. They're being defeated due to the lack of knowledge in spiritual warfare. Okay. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, I want to be, I'm a, I'm a Bible, I'm a Bible person. So, 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 so I'm going to teach a little bit tonight if that's okay. And I'm going to, you know, let the Holy Ghost do his thing uh, uh, as he always do. So right now, uh, can, can we just uh, turn uh, uh, right quickly uh, to First uh, uh, Corinthians? Uh, 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 the 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 uh, uh, third chapter. Hallelujah! Thank you so much, Holy Ghost. Because because I because I got I, I need you to see this. So see, folks be saying, oh, you know, he's just saying these kind of things just to get us all worked up and scared. You need to be scared if you if you need to be scared if you're not trained and, and, and going to be going out to war because what king? Is people out the war, they not trained. Uh-oh. Amen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No king, no leader, no ruler sends nobody out to war unless they are trained. Amen. The crazy thing is, we're the only ones. <laughs> we're the only ones in the body of Christ that sends our people out to war and haven't been trained. Just because you can preach don't mean you've been trained in warfare. Amen. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I can't do no help. Anyway, 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off at the uh, uh, eighth verse. And, I, and I'm going I'm to read from the NIV version, even though uh, some people like the King James, New King James, and all that. But I'm going to read from the NIV because it gives us a clearer understanding. Now, now, the Bible says, remember the subject is, be careful how you build. So the Bible says the one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose. Somebody say one purpose. And they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. Okay? We are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field. In God's building, quit naming your ministries after yourself because they do not belong to you. Uh oh, I just I, I, I know I'm going to get I know I'm going to get a whole bunch of mad people, uh, you know, people mad right now. Uh, 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 the Bible goes on to say in verse ten, by the grace uh, uh, God has given me, I laid a foundation. 
uh, as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But each one should build with care. Each one should build with care. It goes on to say, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. We call him Yeshua HaMashiach, which is the Messiah. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is. We're seeing folks' stuff fall apart even today. Because the day will bring it to life. COVID-19 brought a whole bunch of stuff to life, y'all. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. I just want to take two, two scriptures from that, and I want to focus on that for a minute. Verse 10 says, by the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise building, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. Well, here it is. But no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. See? So, 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 right quick, right quick, let's look at the principles that are in the foundation for our work. Now, in 1 Corinthians uh, 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 3, verse 8, we find a major principle, and that is that every believer is rewarded according to his own labor. The Bible says that the man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose. Each will be rewarded according to his own labor. Now, this is not a work done for salvation. Let's get that straight. But it's a reward for faithful service to the Father. And its immediate application applies to every believer. I don't care what your title is, what your position is, what you, if you mop in the floor, clean in the bathroom, or you preach it from the pulpit. Every believer in the body of Christ, because God has called each of us. He has gifted us and equipped us for the work of ministry. Not in church. Uh oh, I, I, I hear crickets, but that's okay. The Lord has a work for us to do, all of us. Come on, kingdom God. work. Kingdom work. Not this stuff that people have been doing in the past, but kingdom work. And according to this passage of scripture, if you are faithful to the work God calls you to do, you'll receive a reward. Now, I want you to notice right quick that uh, we are not rewarded for success. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. But, but rather for our labor or faithful service to the work of the Lord. This is because we are laborers together with God in the work of the kingdom. 
Now, I want to go to verse 9 right quick in relation to verse 8. It says, right after we are told that we receive a reward for our labor, for we are God's fellow workers. In other words, I want you to catch this, we are part of his ministry. Uh-oh. Folks putting their names on stuff that don't even belong to him. See? Uh-oh. Of his work, of, of his ministry, of his work. See, it's his kingdom. It don't belong to us that we are engaged in helping to build. Okay? But let me make something very clear and very plain because we need to understand this. It's not our place to define the work. Let me say that again. I don't think you got it. It's not my or your place to define the work of God. We're just working together with him. Okay? But so often, we seek to set the agenda. We seek to define the terms of our work for God and we will tell the Lord what we will do or what we won't do, when we'll do it, what the conditions are for us to serve, and when we had enough. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. No wonder the body of Christ is in the conditions it's in right now with no power. No power. And don't tell me about your little corner of the dirt that you're in, that you've got three members of y'all doing all kinds of work in the community. We're all part of the body. Because even though we don't notice the toes on our feet, because we take it for granted, get your big toes cut off your feet and see what you notice what, the, what that big toe is used for, okay? <laughs> we must have lost our mind and bumped our head, or did we forget that Jesus is the Lord God? <laughs> and that was just workers in his business. But, 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 but you, that the word of God says that the harvest is right, but the labor is a few. Man. I, I'm not going to be too much longer, but let's take a look at how we are to engage in kingdom building as believers in God's vineyard. First, we must see that we are builders in the kingdom. Because we go back to verse 10 in 1 Corinthians 3, it says, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, and someone else is building out of it. But each one should be careful how he builds. See, 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 our work consists on adding to the foundation that has already been laid before us. Because we're working in the great building process of the kingdom of God, not your own personal empire. Come out, come out, come out. Because, 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 because the, the divine architect has approved the plan. He set up. His work is in place and the building process has already begun. See, see, we don't know how it will all fit together, but God knows. God knows. All we know is that we have a job to do. And if we do it right according to his design, it will fit together to produce a finished product. But to do it properly, we must build on the right foundation. 
Now, verse 11 tells us that there is only one foundation upon which we can build, and that foundation is the Lord Jesus Christ. But no one can lay any foundation other than that one has already been laid, which is Christ. He's the only foundation upon which we as believers work can proceed. That's why a lot of our stuff has it worked. Uh-oh, I can't, I can't get no amen tonight. It's okay. But guess what? So, so, so what are the implications of this? Well, guess what? One implication is that for our work to be distinctively kingdom, I want you to hear this, to be distinctively kingdom, meaning that it separates from every other thing you do in ministry. It must be based on the redemptive person of Christ. Because much that passes for kingdom work is not. You could be doing good work, but not godly work. You could be doing great things, but not godly things. You could be doing service for the community, but not godly service. My God, I hear, I feel the Holy Ghost. Listen, if there are those who are engaged in humanitarian work, which some mistake for kingdom work, but it's not enough that we work to be the kind of work believers should do, because kingdom work without the king ceases to be true kingdom work. And to do truly kingdom work, one must be a believer. Now here's where, now here's where it gets tricky at. And I'm going to say this, and, and I want you to catch it in the spirit, because a lot of stuff is taught, but a whole bunch of stuff is taught. Christians, you must be born again. <laughs> One must base his work on uh, if they will be working for Christ, which is in fact we are, but the work must ultimately lead people to Christ as the way the truth, and the life. Not to your church, not to your building, not to your program, not to your fellowship, but to the way, the truth, and the life. So how do we build on the foundation? Well, our text points up to two distinct kinds of materials which, which we can build. And then, as a matter of fact, there are really only two kinds of material available to us. Let's go back to verse 12. It, it says, if any man builds on this foundation using gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or straw. Now, I want you to put a pin in that for one second. And I want to look at these materials a closer look. Because first is gold, silver, and then precious stone. Now, these are all symbolic. Of good work, okay? But it's more than good. It's eternal work, spiritual work. It's work that's born of the Spirit of God, ordered by Him. And it's work that is born out of an abiding relationship with Christ. Not religion, but a relationship. So, so, so let me go back again. Christian, you must be born again. Why? Because if you're not born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God nor enter in. Uh-oh. That's, that, that's scripture, by the way. First John 
uh, John, me, John the third chapter, okay? Anyway, the second is wood, hay, and straw. These are symbolic of inadequate work. But that doesn't mean that it's not perceived as good. You know, it may look good, but in reality, it's not good at all. For example, remember the story, the, the fable about the three little pigs? <laughs> anyway, we, we know the story. The wolf was after him. The first one built his house with straw. And he, the wolf came, he said, I'm a huff, and I'm a puff, and I'm a blow your house down. And he did. So the pig ran to the other brother's house who made his, his, his house of wood. The wolf came again. Now, there's two pigs in there. He said, I'm a huff, I'm a puff, and I'm a blow your house down. And he did. So the two pigs went to his. The other, the other brother who made his house out of brick, which represents the precious stones and the, and, the, and the gold. The wolf said, I'm a huff, and I'm a puff, and I'm a huff, and I'm a puff, and I'm a huff, and I'm a puff, I'm a huff, and I'm a puff. But he couldn't blow the house down. That is because it has its origin in the flesh. And the Holy Ghost never authorized it. See, just because we do a whole bunch of stuff, we want to feed the poor, we want to clothe the naked, we want to do this and that. But has God, through the Holy Spirit, anointed you to do that? Quit setting up ministries and programs and all these other things that God has never authorized you to do. You're just doing it because the other church got these programs. Got a men's ministry, a children's ministry, a dance ministry. But God never authorized it. How do I know? Because the Bible says in those last days, many will come and say, Lord, did I prophesy today? Didn't I do all these good works? Didn't I have all these things set up in your Who are you? I don't know who you are. Get away from me, you workers of iniquity. You just did that for, for men to praise you. See? But merely human effort to please God. You see, on the other hand, you have work engaged in because of a sense of leadership of the Lord. And on the other hand, that is engaged in because of another motive. And that motive may be a selfish desire. Because you want to do something for Christ. And it may be a desire to look good in the eyes of others, or perhaps some attempt to ease your own conscience by doing good work. But all these things are less than the highest motive for kingdom building. Because the highest and only true meaning for kingdom building is a sense of the leadership of the Lord. And through a conscious submission to him, we declare that we, our work, should not only be for him, but it should be the work he desires from us, born yes. from a living relationship with him. Now, 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 now this is a powerful, I'm almost done. I, I'm really, I'm almost done, y'all. There, there, there's a powerful illustration of this in uh, the, the seventh chapter of Matthew. Uh, if you want to turn to this, fine. If not, uh, 20, uh, first verse, 
uh, through the 23rd verse. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, and he will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? I built these great buildings. I got five locations and one church in five locations. and done many wonders in your name. And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. See, see, it's not enough to do good works. Even though they may seem spiritual, like the ones that I just mentioned, prophesying, casting out demons, because they must flow from the will of God. See, Jesus said it is the one who does the will of my Father who really does good works. See, that's the key requirement for doing work for the kingdom. And our works must be of that quality because they will have to withstand the probe that reveals the nature of the world. If, let's go back to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse 13. It says, his work will be shown for what it is. Uh-uh. See, that's why folks are getting exposed today. I ain't got to expose nobody. Because, why? Because the day will bring to life, and it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test the quality of each man's work. Uh oh, y'all better catch that right there. See, there will come a time when our words are examined to detect what kind of work it is and what kind of motive is behind it. Because remember, man judges the outside, but God judges the heart. Are they gold, silver, and precious stones, or are they wood, hay, and stubble? What will be the test? Well, the test will be the great day of the Lord, and our say that that day will declare what kind of work we have. And this, now, this is referring to the day of judgment, not the white seat throne of judgment. But this is a hot seat, y'all, and we all must stand before the Walking. We'll pass through huh? fire. And what our gold, silver, and precious stone will come to purify of any jar. But what is wood, hay, and straw will be consumed totally. Now, 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 now you asking, I know you asked, I mean, you have a whole lot of imagination. What is this fire? Well, this refers to the all-seeing, all-searching eyes of the Lord. Now, listen to what Jesus says in Revelation 1 and 14. He says, his hair... His head were like white wool, as white as snow. His eyes were like a blazing fire. See, when the Lord looks, he sees all. See, he sees beyond the surface, even to the salt, to the intent of our heart. So this fire that will try our works to the all-seeing eye of the Lord himself. But in any case, the nature of our works will be revealed. And what's the outcome? What's the prize which awaits those who do kingdom work? Well, guess what? The Bible says that the nature of the work determines the reward or loss. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it's burnt up, he'll suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flame. Uh-oh. Man, I got to take a drink on that one, y'all. I don't know. 
Listen, my God. If our works stand because they are true works of the kingdom, then we shall be rewarded according to our works. If our works are consumed because they're built on the flesh, then we'll suffer the loss of them and there'll be no reward. Now listen, as I said before, we're not talking about salvation. Come on, come on. I want you to catch that. We're not talking about salvation. See, the loss that may be suffered is not a loss of salvation, but remember this, that this is the judgment of kingdom work, not the great white throne judgment of the law. See, those who suffer loss will be saved, but without reward. But those who are faithful in their work in the kingdom shall receive a reward. Because there will be a prize for the faithful in Christ. It is good to speak of a definite reward or crowns that await us. There is the crown of life for those who love Christ and endure temptation. There's the crown of incorruptible for those who discipline their lives in the race. There's a crown of rejoicing for those who are soul winners. He said, those they who win souls are wise. There's also the crown of righteousness for those who love his appearance. Then there is the crown of glory for those who faithfully shepherd God's flock. What does it mean to receive a crown? Uh, does this mean we'll receive a literal crown to go on our heads? And if these crowns are a symbol of something, what will it be? Well, understand this, y'all. I'm teaching right now. A crown is given to those who rule. And to have a crown is itself symbolic of the reality of authority and rule. See, kings have a crown, and queens have a crown. They're given this coronation when they're installed officially in office. But now what's very interesting is because the scriptures have much to say about ruling and reigning with Christ. In Revelation, there's a promise of rule to those who overcome. See, see, Christ says to those who have been faithful and little that they shall be made rulers over much. Hallelujah, y'all. Hallelujah. 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 But we must remember that our concept of heaven is very limited and an incomplete one. See, the scriptures tells us that our eyes have not seen, our minds have not imagined the things that God has prepared for those who love him. We don't even realize what awaits us there. And I'm convinced that it's not some kind of a lazy or retirement community where all we do is nothing for eternity. See, 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 see. For all those of you who are lazy now, uh, you, you, you already know you don't have no place in heaven because you're going you're gonna to have to do some work. We get a clue from the scriptural account and revelation of the beginning of our life with, you, with Jesus in glory. It's called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And it's when the bride of Christ, that's us, the body, and Christ are joined together for eternity. It's a marriage, y'all. It's a new beginning. And if there will be those who rule and reign with Christ, let me just say this for all those of you who are still a uh, 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 wrestling with this tradition thing and this religious thing. No, you're not going to see your mama. You ain't going to see your daddy, grandmama, big mama. None of that. 
Which seven people they going to see their family in heaven? It's a lie. Because if you still know your people from earth, you are not, you're not in heaven. I'm just telling you now. Because the Bible declares that we will have a renewed mind and glorious body. Because sin can never enter into heaven. Let's break, let's break, let's break that, let's break that foolishness right now. I don't know about you. Whatever God has in store for me will be fantastic. That's why we need to be about our Father's business. There are rewards awaiting the faithful who are doing kingdom work and building to do the will of the Father. And each of us here today has a unique opportunity to evaluate our work in the advance of the day of the Lord. What kind of work for you have you been doing? And have you been building on the foundation? Now, 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 now. I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna end it right here for real. You know how preachers do. I'm gonna end it. You give five or six endings, but let me give you three situations that you might be in right now. Number one, you may be actively seeking His will for your life and work daily. You're becoming aware of His direction in your life, and you're following that direction, and it's leading you to a greater faithfulness, a greater work in the body a greater outreach in the community. You're building works of gold, silver, and precious stone. That's the first one. Number two, you may be working, but all that you do is because you decided to do it. You come to church only when you want to, and you only do a job in the church because you feel like it, when it's convenient to you. And most of your work, you can't really say that you feel the leading of the Lord. You can't feel the Holy Ghost. We call you A-W-O-L. Uh, those who are military know it means acting without leave, but in the body of Christ, in the army of the Lord, it means acting without the Lord. And there are many, there's many right now in the body of Christ that are operating without the Spirit of God. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, if you do not have the Spirit of God, you're none of his. So you're building with wood, hay, and straw. And number three, this is the tragic one, because it's the situation where you just don't do nothing. You're not involved at all. And there's so many reasons why you can't be involved. You pick one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got to take care of mama. I got to do this. I, I don't have enough time. Every, any excuse is better than none. After all, <laughs> you have your own life to live. You have your career to pursue. You have your recreation to enjoy. You have your people to see. You have your plan, and you just don't have time for the church. You don't have time for outreach. You don't have time for prayer. You don't have time for Bible study. You just don't have time. Anything extra. And this is the saddest case of all. If we live like this, we will be ashamed to meet Christ in the end. Don't you desire to build with gold, silver, and precious stones? Now, I want you to hear these words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many things. I didn't want you to be like Jonah, running from God's will, making your own plans, losing all you have, cast overboard, only to be deposited on the shores of glory, barely saved. No crown, no reward, no victory, bringing nothing with you. 
Let's lay up treasures in heaven, y'all. Because too often we make our, our lives the focus. We make our children the focus. We make our careers the focus. We, we, we make our ministries the focus. But in Revelation 22 and 12, as I close tonight, I'm building what foundation you're building on. The Bible says, behold, I'm coming quickly. My reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. May we so build on the foundations with the right motive that our work will be gold, silver, and precious stones because a glorious crown awaits those who do. The Bible says, Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not grow weary while doing well. For in due time and due season, we shall reap if we don't lose heart. And remember, that the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent must take it by force. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a word. What a word tonight. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. We're going to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and we're going to touch an agreement, amen, for Apostle, because when he gets off, amen, there's still a war that's going on, amen, even in the midst of uh, what's going on, amen. So just, just put your minds on, set for just for a few minutes, amen, and we're going to go into just yes. a little bit of worship, amen, amen, yes. so we can, amen, strengthen this man of God on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Come on to bless the Lord on tonight. If you really love the Lord on tonight, let's come to worship him right in just for a few minutes. Hallelujah. Come on to bless the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you just a little story tonight. I am grateful for the things that you have done. Yes, I'm grateful for the victory we won. I could go on and on. And on about your words. And because I'm grateful, grateful, grateful to just to praise you, Lord. Oh, flowing from my heart. Are the issues of my heart? His gratefulness. How many out there are there grateful tonight? Hallelujah. How many of us grateful on tonight? Hallelujah. We're willing to spread the gospel through 32 countries and 42 states on tonight. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that verse again. Hallelujah. 
And I 
We got to learn how to get out of this comfort zone. Hallelujah. That's right. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. 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 
But I give the Lord glory on tonight. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Yes, glory to God. I'm going to bless the Lord. Give him glory. Just give him a few more minutes and we get ready to close out. I'm going to turn this back over. Amen. Amen. So, Pastor, talking on tonight. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, for those who want to, amen, sow a seed, amen, into, amen, the ministry, amen, of Apostle Abrams on tonight. For those who have cash app on tonight, amen, you can sow into the ministry. So, amen. What thing we saw, we look out for each other. Hallelujah. Because we are the kingdom of God. Come on, a bless the Lord tonight. And if you feel led to leave, you feel led to sell. Amen. You sell. Hallelujah. Mambo so called about shit. Because one thing we learn, we recognize we saw good ground. We don't phone junk. Hallelujah. That's right. We don't phone junk. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, a bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and bless the Lord. Take yourself off me. Take yourself off me. Don't get so comfortable. Don't get so comfortable. We got to break out of this comfort zone. I am tired of the church acting so Yeah. And take the line of work and take the 
and take it. Amen. Yes. We got to go to the land. Yeah, that's right. Because the woman, amen, hallelujah, that tried to pull you back 
in. I'm double try to take over your ministry. Try to cause, cut you down and shut you down because she wants the ministry for herself. I'm gonna call her, I'm gonna call it out, and I'm gonna call it into existence. God did not give us a spirit of fear.
with apostles and uh just wanna my spirit just wanna keep him encouraged courage and let the people know that he is a man of integrity. He is a man yes, of godly godly character. And uh uh we just been working together and doing some things together and, and I tell you my soul has been tremendously blessed on tonight. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for uh, such a man that is skillful uh, in spiritual warfare and and know how to motivate the people of God to uh, have a mind to war against the enemy. And I just thank God for him. And I want to just let him know, man of God, brother, keep doing what you're doing. Keep keep ministering warfare because we're in a time and in the season now that is more than a shout, is more than uh, 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 financial things. It's time to step into the enemy's camp and begin to take, back, to take back those things which are rightfully ours, to get back to yeah. Abba, Abba, to Abba, to get back into our Masanabokura. Get back into our Jesus. positions as Emerson and the Messiah, as men and women of God, truly men in the Masata, as sons and daughters of God. You teaching people to warfare. This is what we need to do. We need to get back on the front line, and you're teaching people to get back on the front line. It doesn't matter about your title. It doesn't matter about your your background. If you are a believer, get back on the front line and not be afraid of the enemy. Not be afraid yeah. of his tactics and the things that he's setting up. And uh, I truly thank God for the word. I am tremendously best blessed on tonight. My soul is happy. And I just thank you for the invitation to be a part of this uh of this program on tonight, mm-hmm. I have been blessed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Apostle. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Anyone else tonight? Amen. Amen. I just want to say, I just Hallelujah. Want to add that, you know, um, God has given me the vision to start uh, planting uh, SWAT Academy spiritual. Warfare Academies, and uh, my, my brother and my friend, Apostle Corey, he, he, he knew me by the Spirit of God and opened his arms and his, and his church to me to say, come on, uh, I, want you to, I, I, I want you to plant this here because we need it. We need to be, we need to be taught. Uh, because so many of us who've been in religion for so long think that we're doing something in the spirit realm and we're really absolutely doing nothing. Um, and so we, 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 we opened our first academy in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and God just really tremendously blessed us from getting ready to uh, open another one in Olive Branch, Mississippi. And, uh, we're going to, our home office is in Memphis, but if anyone, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Listen, let me tell you something. 
this is this is this is needed because we can't continue to think that because Jesus told us that we have victory in the end that we don't have to continue to fight. The Bible tells us that we have to fight the good fight of faith. We have to endure as good soldiers. But how can you when you have not yet gone to basic training? I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how old you are. I don't care about none of that. Because you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that you really understand the art of spiritual warfare. It's not intercession. It's not praying in tongues. I'm just letting you know right now that that's not spiritual warfare. It, because interceding means that I'm just interceding. But when I'm talking about the kingdom of God suffering violence, <laughs> and the violent takes, you have to get violent. And the only way we can get violent is with the word of God and how to use the word of God in that, uh, in that thing. And we're teaching, training, and discipling men and women of God so that we can send them out so that they can win souls to Christ. Amen. 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 Anybody else on tonight before we turn it back over to the host? Praise of the hour. Praise them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, this is Prophet Slang. Praise God. Thank God, man to God, for the word of God tonight. Thank you. There was such an anointing to preach the gospel tonight and tell the truth. You know, amen. And I thank God for you uh, being a part of the body of Christ and to help us and encourage us to do that which is right, which according to the word. So I thank God for you. I thank God for the word um, that you put out for us tonight. Um, in the name of Jesus, you know, praise God. God recently gave me a word that told me, he said, there's a war going on. And there is a spiritual war going on now um, that, that you can't see it, but it's there. And it, it, it is a fervent fight for the king, uh, against the kingdom of God. And we thank God for you bringing such an awesome um, a word with clarity, you know, uh, what God is doing in, in the, in the, in the uh, spirit realm. So thank you so much. Um, God bless you. I'll be the glory. I'll be the glory. Amen. All right. Anybody else? If not, I'm going to turn it over to the whole evening. Amen. Pastor Franklin. Praise the Lord, everybody. And it's grateful. I'm grateful to be on the air tonight with such an anointed apostle. I commend you for what you're doing and how God is using you. I'm really, really happy for you and excited for you. And I thank God to be a part of what's going on. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because he is moving by his power. Hallelujah. So I'm just grateful tonight. And I thank God for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're just happy you. Amen. Lord, it's, he's so good. He's so kind. But I, I, the word was so powerful tonight. Now, that true word of God, man, coming through the man of God. I'm pre- I just appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. And we love you very much. And if you ever need us, just call. We're right here for you at all times. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I just wanted to say something. I, 
you know, when you, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm high, y'all. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm high. I'm, I'm, I'm high on the Holy Ghost. Um, you know, uh, and, and so when you, you know, and, and all you religious people, you know, when you high, you know, you, 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 your mind is cloudy, and you, you know, saying only thing I can think about is, Lord, boy, you just sure uh, put something on me tonight, you know. Um, and so, you know, and you know, if you smoke that Mary Day, you know you have an appetite. So guess what? My appetite right now is to start eating and chewing on the Word of God. Now, y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. I got the monkeys, y'all. I got, I got the monkeys. I got the monkeys, y'all. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and um, and, and, and we, 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 just a, just a side note. Uh, we, we, we're getting ready to do our first, our first, uh, uh men's uh, uh conference. Uh, it's called the, it's called the Kings of War, uh, prophetic warfare conference, and we will be teaching uh about the seven mountains of influence. Uh, and if anyone understands what I'm talking about, these are the spirits that control the world. And if you're not well versed on what where you're at and where you're going, you wonder why you're still where you're at. Um, uh, this is this is a conference for men to like like my uh, sister said. Uh, we have to get into our right places, and the only way for a man to get into the right place. He has to let his ego go. He got to let his pride go. You know, we, we, have to be, we have to be healed from some things. Let me tell you something. First of all, I ain't no punk. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't no punk. But, this, but, but, but we have been taught that we have to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders and we can't cry. The devil is a liar. The devil's a whole liar. Okay, and so it is, and we, 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 expect, we, we expect men to hit the altar repent because only another man can heal another man. Why? I is shot divine. But just like I can't understand a woman, a woman can't understand a man. Uh-oh. Right. Uh-oh. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. See, 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 see. But what's been going on in the church, what's been going on in religion is, if I show any weakness, they, they, they classify me as being weak, being a sissy, being a punk. You understand what I'm saying? But guess what? The God I serve ain't no punk. The Bible says that he cried when his friend, when he heard his friend was dead. Oh, my God. Y'all are here. So in this time, in this conference, I encourage every man to come out. Because we, some healing is going to be going on. Because the only way we can go forward okay. and take it out rightful place, we got to get healed from some stuff. Yes, Lord. We got to get healed from some stuff. Look at here. We got to we got to we got to get healed from some stuff. I'm talking about stuff that we've been holding on for decades, but we're afraid to say. You know why? Because when we tell another man some stuff, listen to me. Now they want to put our business out on the street. Oh, y'all are hearing me. Oh, yeah, Pastor so-and-so, Pastor so-and-so, he, you know, he over there, you know what I'm saying? He and me, he lost everything. Now he's begging folks. I thought he had a job. 
Oh, so y'all ain't hearing me. I mean, come on now. Let's be real. Everybody don't have a mega church now. Everybody don't have a mega church. Everybody ain't and Paul alike and Bishop Morton. Everybody ain't like that. A lot of us got to work every day. We got to get out of our egos, men of God. We got to let our pride go, men of God. We got to stop competing against one another. I'm not your enemy. Amen. April 1st and 2nd, we'll be in Jonesboro, Arkansas for our, for our, our conference. And we got other locations going on, and we're trying to come down there to, to Florida and bring this, this powerful conference. It's two days, Friday night, Saturday morning, we're going to teach, and then after the teaching session, we're going to have brunch, and then Saturday night, we're going to wrap it up with some more dynamic teaching. But this is a time of teaching. This ain't a time of getting people excited. We're trying to heal some broken hearts and heal some wounds that have never healed properly. Amen. 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 We're going to turn this back over to Pastor Goffin. Amen. Closing remarks, and then we're going to come. You can leave. God bless you. Hallelujah. We are grateful. We are so grateful tonight to be a part of this conference. Amen. I've never been a part of a conference before, you know, but I'm excited about what's going on and having all the youth and these yeah. great men of happy because I, I heard what he said about, you know, he's no punk, he's no sissy. Amen. I'm not, neither am I, and I'm still growing. Amen. It's a lot of stuff Amen. I don't understand. Just getting started doing what you know what y'all been doing for a while, but um, I'm learning. So I just thank God, yeah. Amen. Be a part of what's happening. I thank God for Apostle Erica, who is my daughter, and I've been knowing ever since she was about nine or ten, and uh, mm. she's been really, really close. So I call her my little girl. I can't hear nobody. I got I, I got to include her. But if I don't, I'm going to get it out Amen. We go a long ways back. We came up together in ministry. So I just thank God for her for giving me an opportunity, amen, to do ministry, amen, on the radio. And I'm just happy. And my wife and I, we're so excited about what the Lord is doing. So uh, I'm, I'm happy for this conference. I know uh, I'm praying for y'all because I know how rough it is. The devil don't give us no slack. And I'm not going to give no. him anything. I'm going to keep my right. on his neck. Hallelujah. Like That's we're right. supposed to. Amen. Because he right. doesn't care nothing about it. He'll use anybody no. that will let him use them to stop us. That's right. They can't. So I'm just, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm speechless. I'm through, y'all. So uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for tomorrow night. Amen. Y'all have a blessed night on tonight. Amen. And let the Lord, I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you, use you, and raise you up even the more. So I'm, I'm just happy. Y'all, a good night. I love you. I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Tune in on tomorrow night. Amen. On ELR, Prophetic Show Podcast Network. Amen. On tomorrow night.
Amen. And God is truly moving. Amen. We're going to have a speaker, amen, out of the semi Florida. That's Bishop D.L. Gilbert. Amen. Um, but I tell you, God is truly moving, and I thank God for what he's doing. A special shout-out to Eagles Life Restoration Ministries. church and then closing out Sunday night at 730 is the church from um, By Faith Olympics Church. Amen. That is the powerful Dr. Robert Peterson out of Winston Salem, North Carolina. Amen. He's going to be closing us out on Sunday. Amen. So we just going to have a time to Lord. So I love you all. Have a wonderful night and be blessed and God bless you. And thank you for supporting, amen, uh, the uh, third annual amen, Fear Factor Men Conference, amen, with the Honorable Reverend Dr. Apostle, the Chief, the General, amen. So on Abram for tonight, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful night and be blessed. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.